This is the Racing Shame Podcast, and you are listening to Season 4. Thank you for joining us, and we have a new co-host. My name is DJ Chuang, and I am joined by Helen Choi, all the way up north of the border. Helen, thank you for making time to journey with me this season. Yay! Canada in the house! (laughs) Thank you for having me for... Uh, to be your co-host for season number four. Yes, and you have quite the backstory, and I'll briefly share mine and refer to one of the previous episodes from one of the previous seasons for people that want to hear more of my backstory. But for those of you that are joining us for the first time or need a little refresher, uh, my name is DJ Chuang. I am old, uh, 53 years old. A Chinese-American came to the U.S. when I was eight, and I worked in a variety of roles in the nonprofit world most of my adult life, and one of the conversations that we wanted to start here at Erasing Shame was to talk about the uh, challenges of life, um, especially growing up in a shame-based culture, and Mm -hmm. shame is uh, almost anything that you can't talk about. Uh, one of our guests in season one described it that way. So it's more than just a painful emotion. And in season one, we explored just how much uh, there is to talk about shame because we haven't talked about it. And our uh, rationale here is that because uh, shame festers in silence, we want to bring into the light and talk about those things in a healthy way so that we can experience healing and freedom. And uh, I myself uh, struggle with mental health, uh, maintaining my own uh, care. I have a diagnosis called bipolar disorder. And uh, I'll add a link in the show notes at erasingshame.com so you can hear more of that backstory. And um, this season, just to introduce you to the theme, and we'll unpack that in just a couple minutes, Uh, The theme this season will be journey of healing around the world. So we're going to bring in perspectives from the United States and Canada and many other parts of the world. And Mm -hmm. so you will get a worldwide tour through our little podcast here. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a quick uh, snapshot of uh, where I'm coming from and Helen you have quite the backstory, so take a few minutes to share with our audience about who you are and what brought you here to this conversation. Okay, well, um, thank you. And um, my journey in this, uh, you know, what is called as a trauma-based or trauma-informed care organizing really um, started in 1999. So that's, today it's uh, November the 13th, 2019. So that was, wow, you do the math, 30 years ago. Mm. 30 years ago, yeah, I was uh, 18 years old. (laughs) So I'm just gonna leave it at that. (laughs) And, is it really 30 years ago? That doesn't sound right. You're not 48. 
No, okay, my math is wrong. Sorry, because you know when I <laughs> okay. talk about these trauma stuff, my math goes a little bit wonky. That's okay. okay. We keep it real here. <laughs> okay, we <Wait>, was <laughs> two thousand and nine and nineteen. What's the math? That would be ten years. I'm gonna go look into my calculator. No. <laughs> no, not 2000, 1999, 20 years. I demonstrated just now my introduction of myself because um, coming on podcast, po- coming on podcasting and talking about um, anything related to, to uh, trauma informed care and organizing around um, shining a light on what is perceived and internalized as shame is not easy. So in, in uh, 1999, 20 years ago from today, I was 18 years old and I was a high school dropout. Mm. And I only had grade nine education. And mm. uh, I was a dropout for three years and um I, I hit a I hit a very uh low point in my life 20 years ago where you know um just really wanting to overcome um poverty uh you name it you know a lot of first generation immigrant youth um, may have experienced in particular um, within Asian communities and in particular uh, Asian women. Um, we don't really talk about the hidden pockets of, of uh, poverty, racism um, within our communities. It's, it's, it's frowned upon. And um, that's, that's my lived experience. And, and um, because I have those lived experiences and because I reached a low point where I really wanted to overcome my situation and my circumstance because I knew that my circumstance and situations did not define me and who I am because um, that's when I, um, you know, in um, faith-based organizing, we call that um, being saved by grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, I I hit a point where you know I I sought out uh, spirituality and faith and and then uh, walks and calling of the divinity to find my meaning and purpose to reclaim my dignity and purpose. Mm-hmm. So uh, fast forward from twenty years ago to now, I am I, I am a mother. I am an accomplished uh, consultant to nonprofits, and I went to school five times. <laughs> I have my certified fundraising executive designation, and I won uh, 14 awards. <laughs> and I don't want my story or my life to be sort of like, if I did it, you can do it too. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not like that at all, but rather that... Um, I understand and empathize um, from from the veins of my 
in Korean we call it 피부로 느낄 때까지, which means you feel it in from the veins of your your blood, mm. like that suffering, that shame, that trauma. You, it, it's in your memory. It's still in your body, mm. and so as as a uh, you know, DJ Trang have been very brave in coming forward with his, um, you know, quote unquote, clinical diagnoses of, of being a survivor and, um, you know, someone who is seeking healing as someone with bipolar disorder. I've been diagnosed with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. I got I got diagnosed with PTSD in 2002. Mm-hmm. So that was 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. I hope my math there was correct. That one was correct. Probably. <laughs> so one of the things we aim to do in season four is have a lot more giggles. So, so, Helen brings a lot of joy and giggles. <laughs> Yeah, so I giggle a lot, um, especially when I get nervous. But <laughs> so um, yeah, and I was told um, since my diagnosis that what I have is not curable, mm. and it has it has been a great source of sorrow and. I don't like the word shame. I at one point I was very intrigued by Brené Brown's research on vulnerability, shame and guilt, but because when I deconstruct and for my own self-awareness and analyses of operationalized shame in orthodox Korean culture, um I'm I'm at a point now to do my I guess influences of of uh, feminist teachings, uh, especially within the context of uh, women of color's feminist teachings, um, is to resist resist labeling hmm. because with labeling or with um, just sort of simplifying uh, simplifying the discourse of shame you kind of tend to internalize it more so so when i resist when i come from a place of resistance it actually for me symbolizes resilience and resilience is a form of empowerment for me so when i think about uh, erasing shame it's actually saying that I'm not afraid and within uh, faith organizing we say perfect love casts out fear Mm. Mm -hmm. that's a great quote from the bible so I'm guessing your spirituality is from the Christian uh, Christian faith well so I would have to say my belief comes not from more of like what people perceive to be uh, the institution of Christianity, because okay. I don't think I don't really believe in 
the institutional sense of Christianity, but rather um, following in the teachings of of uh, Jesus. Okay. Which I view to be um, different, and I tend to center a lot of my work on um, sort of shining the light in in how the holy spirit works and i feel that a lot of institutional organizing especially um leaders uh, in faith communities tend to um, get get the works of the holy spirit and mental health confused so so i try to well, now I'm trying to um, explore deeply why, like why. Okay. So, wow. so, so simply put, um, <laughs> I affiliate with myself more of, of uh, street, street feminism, street preaching feminism, like, like uh, okay. going back to the roots of Mary Magdalene. Okay. Well, thank yeah, you if for that. Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll maybe talk more about that insofar as it relates to uh, erasing shame and resilience and courage and the journey of healing. Um, uh, we we try to focus on a holistic perspective of how we do walk that journey of healing. So and certainly spirituality is a, an important part of that for uh, most people. And I'm glad it's been helpful to you. And well, I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say, not too many people like the word shame, so we're with you. Oh, well, it's it's, and and my interest in in you know working alongside with you on this podcast is I feel that in 2009 I was called into this work. But I, a lot of the times I face a lot of um, systemic barriers because of my gender and my race and my class. Mm. And um, now I am um, pursuing my calling um, to hopefully become uh, down the line an ordained minister and a registered psychotherapist. So really critically um, examining the intersection of faith and mental health. Wow, that's uh, gonna be helpful. So for so many people, as well as yourself, I'm hoping, and uh, we'll walk along that journey with you as you um, uh, walk along in the next, um, I don't know, six months or so, I think, is going to be the run for this season. So uh, we're going to wrap up this episode by saying, okay, so season four, so that um, those of you that are watching and listening will tune in again. We want to make these episodes um, digestible. (laughs) Uh, So for season four, we're going to take a journey of healing around the world. And uh, we're going to invite guests from uh, different parts of the world through our connections. And if you have a recommendation, please 
uh, send that to us at eracingshame.com. Uh, click on the contact button, or you can reach us on Facebook or YouTube, and uh, you can subscribe to us on almost anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are not yet on Spotify because they require extra post-production. So maybe one day we'll get there with some uh, volunteer help. We do this out of a labor of love. And uh, anything else uh, you'd like to add at this point, Helen, as we have uh, introduced ourselves, uh, shared a little bit of where we're coming from, uh, a parting thought. Yes. Um... So for our listeners, this is going to be very exciting because a lot of um, the work that we're going to be um, engaging in dialogue and conversation is when we say about journey of healing around the world, um, my, ex- my, my interest is in de- decolonization, mm-hmm. intercultural counseling, and looking at from the perspective, not from necessarily the West, but on the ground, best practices from the, the experts with lived experiences. Very good. You're using some uh, really good words. And I look forward <laughs> to unpacking that with you because I, I don't have a psychology or a psychiatry background and I know when I'm hearing uh, people that are professional in working with community organizing and this kind of work uh, it'd be really helpful to me and I think to many of our listeners and uh, viewers uh, to unpack a bit of that and what all that means. Yeah we'll we'll have snippets one at a time and unpack each of those. Um, Okay. Yeah, those critical theories of change. Critical theories of change. <laughs> I know I know those were words that were under 10 characters each, but they sure sound like I know I because heavy. I'm 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 such I like I, I don't know, I'm I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I like scholarly. <laughs> Do you remember the first time that we met over video what you said to me? <laughs> no. I always say off-candid things. <laughs> I remember what you said. What did I say? You said you're so nerdy. Yeah, you are though. That's why I like you. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord okay. With you. If you're not nerdy, don't. You're <laughs> I'm a student for life. I'm a self-proclaimed student for life. And, you know... Why do we do what we do? Why do we listen on these podcasts? Because we want to learn. We want to grow. Change is constant. Yes. <laughs> yes. And growth is, a, growth is the best way to change. Because yep. uh, we don't want to change. <laughs> we don't want to change the other way. And I hope in our conversations, it will give people courage and show that um, there is more to life and it's worth living. And there's all kinds of resources that can help you. Mm-hmm. And if we could be a part of conversation with you, mm-hmm. uh, we have an anonymous inbox on the website at eurasianshame.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found that as people just voice, give voice to what they're feeling, mm. it's their first step to healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave our viewers and listeners with that. 
Mm. Great. Helen, it'll be a great joy to journey with you, you around、too. the world. Around the world. <laughs> Amen. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.